How's it going? It is Justin here from Fitness Business Blueprint. And today I wanna to talk about the real truth about success in fitness. As a fitness business owner, I wanna talk about what it really takes to succeed. And we're gonna talk about some concepts that are not discussed very openly. I wanna bring light to some different topics and really get even more open, transparent, and authentic and genuine over what it really takes to grow a successful fitness business. And this goes beyond just getting clients, but I mean build a truly successful business that is profitable, it is sustainable, pays you a good income for you and your family, it supports you. And ultimately, business success is down to the business doing what you intended it to do in the first place, which I can't speak for you individually, but a lot of the fit pros that, that work with us, in fact, pretty much all of them, for them, like myself, what I originally wanted the business to do for me was to create financial security, replace my income, give me a very good uh, salary or, or dividend from the business each month, and have it generate enough money so that we could outsource tasks and have other people um, work, provide jobs, out of a business that's self-sustaining, profitable, and funds its own growth. So I wouldn't also be in debt or have any toxic loans on the company. So if that's what you want, which I'm pretty sure it is, let me talk about some, some the different side of the coin when it comes to success. I'm gonna talk about a couple of things specifically that have really helped me the most. And these are the things that you don't really hear from a lot of the marketing gurus. You see, what you've got to realize is 90% uh, of the people out there who are helping you, you know, whether they say how to get more clients, how to do more marketing, etc. What most of them are teaching you is, is purely marketing. And that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that. There's some really good information out there on how to generate clients, how to create content, how to run Facebook ads. And I, I believe at Fitness Business Blueprint, we provide world-class cutting-edge information on all of that stuff too for you, much of which you can hear on this podcast. Uh, I give a lot of it away for free. But the thing is, we get confused then when we end up, if we end up thinking that marketing is all there is. And we're conditioned in this society now to think that being a business owner is just a simple case of when I get clients, I have money coming in and then everything is fine. But as many of you will realize at some point, like I did, I, I dedicated the first few months of business totally obsessed around getting clients. It was just get clients, get clients. In my mind, I thought when I get clients, all my problems will be over. <laughs> Little did I know. And uh, all that happened was when I finally did solve my marketing problem through some of the great marketing and, and sales information that's out there uh, and, and all that, the exact systems I use, I now teach and give away to, to fit pros. Once I did that, I then came into an unexpected new challenge. And the new challenge was, well, a couple of challenges really. Number one was how do I now keep these clients and secondly, how do I continue growing a business around this now? Because what I'd done was I'd just become busy, I'd become overwhelmed, I'd fully booked myself, I thought I wanted to become fully booked. 
I even made a program years ago helping fit pros get fully booked <laughs> and uh, realize now you do not want to be fully booked because that is basically a busy job and it's not what most fit pros that talk to me at least want for their life. So you've got to learn how to run a real business and that, and that isn't genuinely taught out there very much. And you know, and even if you do get into some business advice, you'll see the, the basic things like systems, finances, team development, all that is amazing stuff and we teach all of that too. But let's go a bit deeper than that because there are still a lot of things left unsaid when it comes to what it really takes to succeed. Number one is gonna be self-awareness. Okay, the self-awareness is the first thing. It, I think self-awareness is the single number one biggest important critical quality you need to succeed in business self-awareness and self-awareness is actually one of the five traits of emotional intelligence i'm not going to go into emotional intelligence all the five factors today i might make another podcast on it though but self-awareness is one of the five and it's actually the first it's the first most important of the five factors of, of emotional intelligence because, you know, to, to, to get busy, to get booked as a solopreneur and build a job for yourself, it just takes a bit of grit and perseverance, really. But, uh, and some long hours and sweat, you know. But when it comes to building a business, staying in the game, you're going you're gonna to come up against real challenges that are going to perturb you, not just physically, but you're, you're going to be challenged physically running a business successfully is going to be physically demanding on your body, on your muscles, on your sleep, on your hormones. It is going to be energetically demanding. It's going to drain the life out of you sometimes. It's going to be mentally demanding when you have so many things to think about. You know, even at some certain periods, like usually in a January, there's, there's often so many things I'm thinking about and switching back and forth between different team members and different projects and different locations and different products and uh, and all these little challenges that come with it, especially when you're serving hundreds of clients and half a dozen team members, you're gonna get challenged mentally. And you're gonna be challenged emotionally. There are gonna be days, I promise you, where it's gonna be like, you're gonna be on thinking like, why am I even bothering with all this? Is it really worth it? Should I just pack all of this in? And there'll be times where you look at the train, you look at a 20 year old personal trainer working in LA Fitness, and you're gonna be so envious of them because back then, a life of ignorance was just bliss. I'm not knocking anyone that works in LA Fitness or any personal trainers, I'm just saying that when you look back at someone who's just in a regular kind of job or renting up space on the floor, like we were at one point, at some point, you're going to look back only on minor days, like not all the time. I just mean now and then. There are going to be times that stretch you and you're going to look at those people and think, you know, really, some days that seems freaking amazing. Not to have to worry about any responsibility or answer to clients or team members. Because again, this is the first thing that, that a lot of you are, are, are misled about business. You're taught that business means, or business freedom means that you can live on a beach, you haven't got to answer to anyone, and your business will work fully automated without you doing anything, right? Now, it's gonna give you a lot, a lot of freedom, but 
it's not going to work fully without you being there. Someday, maybe, but not for the next couple of years, at least. So there's this kind of myth perpetuated that with you being successful, that you answer to you answer to no one. You live on a beach, but in reality, and something uh, Andy Frasella has talked about in his podcast, which is awesome. You should definitely follow Andy Frasella. He talks about the fact that with his multi-million dollar companies, he answers to the most amount of people now in the company, not the least, because you've got to answer to shareholders. If you have business partners or equity partners, you have to answer to your team members. You have to answer to your managers. You have to answer to your clients. You have to answer to suppliers. You have the most amount of people to answer to, not the least. And you really need self-awareness to develop this awareness, first of all, of what reality is really going to be like here. And I'm not saying it's all doom and gloom. I would not trade it in for anything. But, and, and you know, 90% of the time, life is a breeze, life is awesome, life is fantastic. It's challenging in a good way. The same kind of stress as going to the gym. Lifting weights is a stress, but it's, but it's a new stress. It's a good stress. It's positive. It's challenging. It makes you feel good afterwards. And, and business is most of the time like that if you do things the right way. If you have the right self-awareness and if you are realistic about what's going to come. And then you deploy self-awareness. You also need that to understand really what your strengths are. And you need to double down on your strengths. And you need to outsource or completely delete the weaknesses. That's another thing that you're not commonly told. You're told usually that, okay, if you are rubbish at finances, you should learn how to put spreadsheets together. And that's not true. You need an overview, you need an understanding of the principles of all areas of business, including finances. However, many of you read, watch, listening to this, you're just gonna be hardwired to be more of an action taker, more of a visionary, more of an ideas person, more of a people person. And you just probably, as an entrepreneur, just want to have a nosebleed anytime you think about putting spreadsheets together. Now, I can't work a spreadsheet. I don't know how to use Excel, but I do have an overview and understanding of how finances work and what needs to be done. So I can effectively hire people who can build those spreadsheets for me and tell me what's happening. The same way, I don't know the ins and outs of the Facebook ads management platform but I do know what my ads need to do. I know what my ads need to look like and I know I know what the numbers and results need to look like. So I can more effectively hire Facebook ad managers, but I also deploy the self-awareness to know, even though I know a bit about those things, it's not enough for me to put my full energy into it because there are people out there that can do it twice as fast and twice as good as me and those people should get my money. And I also am self-aware enough to know that I don't fall into that trap like many entrepreneurs do of thinking, well, trying to do anything to avoid paying out money. Because the fact is this, I don't, for example, you know, I'm happy to um, have my, my, my son go to nursery a couple of hours a day and pay for nursery uh, or childcare. I'm, I don't cook any meals myself. You know, I've, I've cooked a handful of meals in five years. I, I have a, a house cleaner, a maid, that comes in. I eat food out at restaurants and cafes while I work. I pay money to people to do things I'm not ex uh, exponentially good at. 
And a lot of entrepreneurs don't do that. They say, I haven't got the money to pay for, to outsource uh, washing up my dishes or haven't got the money to put my, my child in, in, in nursery for a couple of hours. So you say you want to get more money. You say you want things to get done, but then you aren't willing to either pay a small amount of money to free up the time to do those things because you could get a house cleaner for like you know five six pounds an hour or less and if you're if you're saying you can't afford a house cleaner yet because you're not rich or whatever then you're basically saying that your time isn't worth more than five pounds an hour you're saying that you if you outsourced for five six seven pounds an hour an hour of house cleaning you couldn't then reinvest that freed up time and make more than eight pounds back for your business. That's essentially what you're saying. And that's a victim attitude. It's inefficient and it's a lack of self-awareness. So you need to dial that in and realize, you know, what are you wasting time on or what are you not investing money into that could free up your time to get other stuff done? So you can small you can you can invest small amounts of money into tasks that are that are can be done by someone else for very low cost, like cleaning, cooking, etc. And then you can use that time to double down on the things you're awesome at, like maybe uh, phone call sales or coaching or leading your team to be better or making content or doing a seminar or contacting the media and giving a story to them, things like that. You can do and easily make more back than what you invest to get those menial tasks outsourced. And on the other side of things, you can invest higher amounts of money to get specialists to come in and do high impact work, high creative skill jobs, like Facebook ads, like uh, finance management, like accounting, and or, you know, like hiring a mentor, business mentor, for example. You can pay bigger sums of money to those things because they're gonna do things that will directly impact the business and those people you're paying will double down on their strengths and they'll make it work for you in, and they'll get twice the results that you could get and they'll do it in half the time. So they probably won't even cost as much as you think they will because you're probably basing what you think they're gonna cost on how many hours it would take you. So maybe you, you spend two hours every day doing admin stuff. And so you think, oh man, an admin person is gonna cost me 10 pounds an hour. That's gonna be 20 pounds a day at two hours. But you forget you suck at admin. And so if you hired an actual experienced admin person, they would get it done in probably one hour a day. So it would actually cost you 10 pounds a day, five pounds a week, right? Uh, 50 pounds a week, sorry, 200 pounds a month. Now, if you charge an average of 100 pounds a month per client, you're telling me that if you got 20 hours extra free this month because you paid someone 200 pounds to do some basic admin for you, with 20 hours free, you're telling me you could not get two more paying clients? Are you freaking kidding me? That's lack of self-awareness. That's the first thing when it comes to the truth about success. Next thing I wanna talk about, because I could go into each of these topics, by the way, I could I could give a four-hour seminar on, but for the purpose of this podcast, I'm not gonna do that. But the second thing I'm gonna talk about is the power of masterminding. All right, now I know, I know you've, I'll get this all the time, FitPros say, oh, I've heard that before. I read that in Napoleon Hill's book, I Should Mastermind. I've heard that before, that's not new. No, it's not new. 
uh, but neither are squats and push-ups, but yet you still teach your clients to do those things over and over again as well. And the people that aren't getting results are the ones that are not yet doing it. See, you say you know it, but if you don't do it, you don't know it. To know and not to do is still not to know. That comes down to self, that's back to self-awareness again. Everything traces back to self-awareness. So you realize that, you know, if you can say, I've heard about masterminding, I know the power of masterminding, but do you really? Because if you haven't actually gone out and done it and created a mastermind or joined a mastermind and got quantifiable, visible results from it, then you don't know the concept. You only talk about it. You don't really, you haven't experienced it. And so it doesn't do you any good to say, I've heard that before, what's a new bit of information? Because that means you're not looking for answers, you're looking for validation. And a lot of people, I hate to say it, but a lot of people listening to this podcast and a lot of fit pros consuming content everywhere online, they're not actually seeking answers. They're actually seeking, they're not looking for answers or they're not looking to get there to find solutions. They're actually looking for validations of their failures or validation of their excuses. Do you understand that? Do you get that? A lot of people, I'm not saying you specifically, but many people, and you probably know people in your life. And if you're self-aware, you probably know that, that you've done that. And how do I know that people are doing that? Because at one time, I was that fit pro looking for validation, looking for, I was asking for advice. I was, I was what I would now call an asshole, an asshole. <laughs> Someone that asks questions, but is an asshole because they don't actually take the advice on board. So I would be look, I'll be asking questions to people. How do I do this? How do I get clients? How do I hire people? How do I grow a team? How do I manage my finances? And the wise mentors I would ask would tell me, Oh, you, you do this. You, you, you track your spreadsheets. You allocate your finances. You hire for personality, not for skill. And they would tell me these simplistic, but yet profound principles. But at the time, I didn't believe they were worthy. I didn't believe the principles had value because I thought they were just throwaway lines. And I thought back then, part of my victim mentality was that I believed that if a principle was so obvious and commonplace, such as a principle like hire for personality, train for skill, which is something we teach now when we hire people. But I would think that if I read it in a book for 10 pounds or it was something, a cliche that everyone talked about, my victim mentality was programmed to think it was not valuable and it was probably just a lie or a red herring or not the complete truth. And my victim mentality led me instead to believe that tactics were the ultimate way forward, that there was a special tactic, a cutting edge, state of the art, brand new tactic that if you weren't doing, success was all but impossible. And the reason the victim mentality keeps us perpetuating that belief and keeps us on this quest of looking at principal information and discarding it to find the hidden secret is because, many reasons, but, but mostly because it allows us to stay stuck. It allows us to dwell in our own bullshit about why we can't succeed. It stops us from practicing self-awareness because 
as long as you are trying to convince yourself that the reason you're not successful is because you're lacking something outside of you or there's a presence of something outside of you. For example, either you're lacking something external, like I haven't got the money to grow a business, I haven't got the right equipment, I haven't got the right tactic, I can't write a Facebook ad, don't have the skills, you know, the economy in my town is whatever. Or you, you're complaining or you're blaming the presence of something external to you. Like, I've got four kids, so they stop me from working. Or my wife doesn't support me. Or I've got this tax bill. Or whatever it might be. My overheads are too high. There's either You're either blaming a presence of something externally to you or in your outside environment or a lack of something. That's the victim mentality. And as long as you have that external thing that you keep trying to tell yourself and other people, as that's the reason you're not successful, it's a deflection mechanism that your ego deploys to say, don't look at me. Don't be self-aware. It's, that's the problem. They're the problem. He's the problem. She's the problem. The government's the problem. And it stops you doing the simple but difficult work of stopping and saying, Maybe I'm not successful because of the internal. Because I'm lacking something internally, like self-awareness. Or there's a presence of something internal, like I'm so full of bullshit that my eyes are brown right now. Okay, and so that's, again, it goes back to self-awareness. So, so anyway, going back to masterminding, you know, I would then, the reason masterminding didn't work for me in the beginning, or I didn't work for it, is because I would ask mentors things, they would tell me the most basic things, and you know, I would just say, I would just, it wouldn't validate my excuses, and I would go and keep looking for answers somewhere else. So ask yourself this right now, time for some self-awareness and honesty. If you have consumed more than a, a handful of books on business or a single topic, or you've read more than a few Facebook posts, or watched a few webinars, or listened to a few podcasts, and you have not taken action, either you've, either you've not implemented directly what it said to you, or you've not you know, uh, sought further help on it to expand on it, or pay for mentoring to say, you know, hey Justin, uh, I've seen this 20 minute podcast you did on Facebook ads, I would love to work further with you and get the full picture and the full system. How much would it be to work with you and get that? Or if you have just simply not, you know, given it a shot and done your best with it, or you, or if you were stuck on something and didn't come forward and ask for help, you didn't message me on Facebook or join our free group and ask, or you didn't reply to a comment or all the opportunities and chances that are given to you and channels that I open to you to communicate with me, if you haven't taken action on any level, then you have a victim mentality. If you're saying, I, I need more clients or I need more money, but yet you're listening to information on how to do it and you're not taking action, then my friend, I love you, but you are a victim. You have the victim mentality and I know because I'm a recovered uh, victim mentality person myself. You have a, you're a victim, you're blaming someone outside of yourself and you're not willing to face the truth and you're not yet willing to do what it takes to actually succeed. And I'm just telling you that not to offend you, 
not to insult you, but to be honest with you because this, well, because this podcast is called The Truth About Fucking Success. So, I mean, it's pretty apt if you think about it. But that is the truth, and I stick by it. So, now is the time to take action, if there ever was time. So, masterminding, you first need self-awareness to really deploy and use masterminding properly. Otherwise, number one, you're not going to receive information when it's given to you. You're going to make excuses, and and if it doesn't validate your excuses for failure. Uh, And don't forget, guys, you're probably right now, you probably are part of a negative mastermind, whether you know it or not, or whether it's positioned like that or not. Because if you're in Facebook groups and everyone's just ranting about how they're not successful and they're all blaming other people or you have a circle of friends or a circle of business owners that you rant with on on an ongoing basis, you are part of a mastermind and you're just getting the, you're getting the, the consequence. Negative influence, negative outcome. You need to change that into a positive mastermind. So first you need self awareness to take the answers on board when you're given and realize that there is depth and wisdom and value in principles and a lot more than there are in individual tactics. Because as Bruce Lee said, tactics are many, or he said methods are many, uh, principles are few. Methods never last, principles always do. Principles are 10 times more effective. There sure is value in tactics, but you can hire tacticians or figure out how to do tactics very, very quickly. You know, there's a print. the principle is run paid advertising daily to your business. The tactic might be do a Facebook ad. A tactic is one form of deploying the principle, but it's more valuable in the long run for me to tell you you need to run some kind of paid advertising daily because you're going to save a lot more time and make a lot more money. Whereas, and so I empower you with a principle to go and learn and explore all the types of tactics you can do. And then you can pick which one is right for you and come to me and, and, and we'll do it together. Or you can come to me and I'll help you figure out what tactic is going to work best for you at this moment for a particular goal. And so... The second thing about masterminds, though, that it might not have worked for you so far is because a lot of people like me, again, I went into a mastermind only thinking it was about the information, but it's not. It is far more a mastermind. The value that it brings is far more about the connection you make and the energy it gives you. Now, when I say connection you make, I don't mean connections. I don't mean you go and pimp people out for their lists and things like that, although you can arrange joint venture deals that are very profitable. What I mean is the connection, the camaraderie, the team spirit. Um, There's something about just applying yourself and dedicating yourself to be part of a group like that that just puts you put yourself on a higher standard of achievement when you're in a group suddenly of a a load of people that are six-figure earners or aiming to achieve that, you suddenly are part of a team. And the team, you know, raises you up. Like if you joined a football team, you'd now have, or you you join a a musical band, immediately now there's more accountability on you in a good way to learn your instrument, go to practice, uh, practice every day. Same thing with a sports team. 
Same thing with a business mastermind. It's a business team. And it really gets you to focus and step up your game. But also then that leads to the energy it gives you. Um, That level of accountability is one thing, but there's an energy of confidence you can get because think about this, right? When you, you know, we are programmed for failure. Most of us are programmed for failure. We We have the energy, we have the creativity, we have the information, it's abundant there for anyone. There's a billion business books you can read right now from millionaires. But we we just have negative programming because our role models in life, sorry to say, were, when it comes to business at least, largely not effective. You know, you learn from your parents, armchair experts, your friends or whatever, and most of them were, were likely not successful in business. And most of them probably led an average nine to five life, which is fine. That's up to them. But I want a lot more out of my life than my the authority figures in my life growing up had. I wanted a different life to them. I didn't want to waste the best years of my life watching five hours of TV and soap operas every day. I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to get to sixty years of age working a job I didn't really like that wasn't fulfilling. And being stuck at the same level of income and not having control over my financial destiny and freedom and lifestyle. So I did not have, you know, the authority figures who were role models, whether we like it or not. They were the role models we were given growing up with. And and through that and just general society and school, we are deconditioned towards success. So being part of a mastermind or anyone successful, one of the biggest things that helped me succeed in business was just being around people that played on a different level to me. One of my very first mentors, uh, Dr. Sam Bakhtiar, one of the best guys in the fitness industry, owner of the camp. They now have over 150 locations. Uh, When I started working with Sam about, uh, it was about seven, eight years ago, and I flew over to California to meet him, spent every penny I had. He doesn't, he doesn't know this at the time, but I literally spent any, every single penny. My bank account was zero. Um, flew over to California to spend a weekend with him. And I just had a small outdoor boot camp at the time. I went over to see Sam. He had three locations and was grossing well over a million dollars a year, probably a couple of million dollars from three thriving bootcamp locations. Now, what do you think that did to my mind? When I go there and I see like what's possible, someone running a very similar model to me, but they've got three locations thriving, it just, you know, it, it, it just rewrites your brain programming. Like your brain all of a sudden can't um, negate it anymore. We can learn about things in books. We can watch things on the internet. We can listen to things like this. You can hear me talking. But when you join a mastermind and you go and hang out and spend time with people who are one step, two step, 10 steps ahead of you, and you can see and feel and taste and touch the proof of how they're living, like it becomes, it goes away from theory and optimism to holy shit, this is real. And then your brain starts questioning, so why haven't I done it yet? What's my excuse? Having that mastermind and mentors just really just dissolves the negative programming. It, it just shows you the evidence in your face, clear as day. And there's nothing you can do to negate it then. 
And that's why it's so powerful. That's why mentorship and masterminding is so critical. It's also why my signature program for Fit Pros is the 12-month mastermind and mentorship. It's two of those things combined. I don't sell one or the other because I know they're both critical to your success. There is mentorship of guidance and here's what to do and here's the tactics based on your business and here are the principles and here are the systems to follow. But then there is masterminding. And this is why our mastermind clients, we meet up in person every month. This is why we have three-day events in the UK and in Cyprus. This is why we have weekly mastermind calls online. This is why our clients get um, one-on-one mentoring with my business team every single month because we know the power of it in helping you overcome limiting beliefs and then helping you apply yourself. And also then when we mentor you on self-awareness and we remind you to be self-aware and we give you rituals and programs you can use to develop your self-awareness, that's how you literally become unstoppable. You start to really realize your true potential because you do have it. Every one of you listening to this, you all have the potential to grow a million pound plus fitness business. You just need these critical things. If I had to strip it down to you and if if this was a conversation me and you were having right now in my car or in Cyprus over a coffee, this is exactly what I would be telling you. It would not be different. It's not about ads. It's not about funnels. It's not about systems. It's not about finances. It's about all those things. <laughs> but ultimately, at the, at the deepest core, it's about self-awareness, emotional intelligence, emotional resilience, and understanding the reality that you will get hit hard in business. It's not fucking easy. It's not easy like they all tell you. You run and gravitate to these gurus because they tell you it's easy. And you know it's not true, but you want to believe it. It's not. It doesn't mean that not easy doesn't mean bad. It's not bad either. Deadlifting 200 kilos is not easy, but it's worthwhile. It's fun. It's engaging. It's challenging. It's enthralling, but it's not easy. If it was easy to deadlift 200 kilos, then it would be none of the other things, right? So business is the same way. And you need that emotional resilience because you will have times like... With dead, you have days where you can't lift the weight. You love days when you pull a muscle and need some time to recover. You love days where you have muscle soreness the next day. Those things are going to happen. You need to stop trying to avoid them and start embracing them as part of the journey and get on with them. Because too many of you are holding yourself back. You're not applying yourself because you're playing not to lose when you should be playing to win. Self-awareness time again, folks. Are you playing to win or are you playing not to lose? I know for me, I was playing not to lose for a long time and that's why I stayed broke, miserable, frustrated and a victim. Here's your chance to listen to this and do something different. Start playing to win. It starts with self-awareness. You need mentorship and ultimately you want to be part of a mastermind. Create your own or join one that's already working and has rave reviews. And if you would like to get my help, absolute no-nonsense, no fluff, no theory, no bullshit, for the next one year of business, then you can find out more about our Mastermind and Mentorship Program, 
where you will get one-on-one mentoring. You will get monthly meetups with fellow fitness professionals who are like-minded, have the same goals, ambitions, and struggles as you do. You will connect and make new friends for life. And you will get the no BS of what it takes to succeed in business on a personal development level and a strategy and tactical level as well. If you'd like to find out more about that and apply to see if um, you'd be a good fit, it's application only. You'll need to request a call with one of our team, read through the information. Then you can request a 20-minute call with one of my team. They'll, They'll have a chat with you, find out more about you, what you want to do. And then if the program is the right fit for you, we'll let you know and walk through a couple of options. And if it's not for you or not yet, we'll also let you know that. And it's not a it's not a rejection, it's just a healthy um, choice and we'll give you some, some constructive criticism and feedback if that's the case too. So if you want to find out more about that, you just need to go to www.justindevonshire.com forward slash EBB dash mastermind. That's echo bravo bravo dash mastermind. And there'll be a link under the podcast as well. Go check it out. Uh, it's the best investment you'll ever make. It's We give the most mentoring and the most in-person uh, mentorship of any program in the fitness business industry. And we do it at about half the investment most people do at, uh, give it for as well. So go check it out. If you have any questions, let me know. And I would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback on this episode. And this is probably one of the, one of the favorite episodes I've done because it's the real truth, the real raw uh, truth about success. But I would love to hear your experience with this and which of these aspects stands out for you, which ones have you been practicing well, and what things are you going to apply because of listening to this. Let me know how that goes, and I'll speak to you very soon. See you next time.